Welcome to the Daily Devotional with Derek Nider. Thanks for joining us as he walks us through the pages of Scripture with a daily word of insight and encouragement. Well, it's great to be with you today. We're in verse 7 of Isaiah chapter 53. Uh, we just got a couple more devotions as we've just landed on this for a little bit of time. It's good for us to consider such a powerful portion of Scripture. I'm going to Go ahead and pray for us, and I want to encourage you, if these devotions are a blessing to you, man, pass them on to somebody. <clears throat> you know, pray about, pray that God would show you someone who's not a Christian to pass these on to, and let's just see what God might do in their heart through his word. I'm going to go and pray for us today. Father, thank you so much for Jesus, your son, and thank you, God, that he was so willing, he willingly went to the cross for us. I pray that his love would really touch our hearts today. It's in his name that we pray. Amen. And so Isaiah, just talking about um, this amazing, uh, unconventional, counterintuitive, super surprising response of God to our sin. He says, speaking of Messiah, as he's just describing this future suffering that's coming, he was oppressed and he was afflicted, yet he opened not his mouth like a lamb that is led to the slaughter and like a sheep that before its shears is silent, so he opened not his mouth. Um, you know, I think about this, for some reason when I read this, I, I, think about, I think about the interaction between Jesus and Pilate. And, you know, Pilate felt like he was the one that was in power. He was the one who was in authority. Um, he was interrogating this, this uh, Jewish rabbi from Nazareth really not respecting him at all. Little did he know that actually he was the one that was on trial. And Jesus said it. Jesus said, hey, you know, you would have no authority unless it had been given to you. And not only that, but I have at my beck and call seven legions of angels that could come right now. Um, and, you know, I, I think his willingness, right, his, and this is the picture that Isaiah gives, you know, something that you know, everyone in this culture would have been able to identify with. A sheep that goes before its shearers just submits, you know, that's what the sheep does. The, the shepherd or the shearers got the, the clippers out and it's not fighting, it's not, it's not kicking, it's not rejecting, it's not um, saying negative things back, it's not, there's no pushback, there's no talk back. Um, there's just total submission, you know, submitting to the will of the one um, who, is, who, is, who is doing the clipping. And, you know, it's an amazing picture, I think, that was ultimately fulfilled um, when Christ was taken by the temple guard, dragged to the house of Annas and Caiaphas there in the court and, and just, you know, disrespectfully handled by the religious leaders, dragged before Pilate, taken over to Herod, beaten by Herod's soldiers, taken back to Pilate, scourged, you know, with a scourging whip, placed the crossbeam of the cross on his shoulders, you know, paraded through the, the streets of Jerusalem and probably out the Damascus gate, depending on your perspective of that. And, and then ultimately up you know, to the area of execution. And, and as his arms were stretched out, you know, there was no resistance. There was no fighting. This is precisely what Isaiah is saying some 600 years before 
before Christ was crucified and hundreds of years before crucifixion was ever even created as a form of capital punishment. But the willingness, you know, the willingness of the Son to the extent that while he's hanging on the cross, you know, he says out loud, Father, forgive them for they know not what they do. And, you know, and all of this tied back to that moment in the garden where where he yielded and surrendered his will to the Father and the purpose of the Father. If there's any way, let this cup pass from me. Nevertheless, not my will be done, but your will be done. And he embraced. He embraced. He embraced the will of the Father, not as if it wasn't his will as well, but from the human side of Christ, um, there there was an agony. The cross was agonizing. Hebrews chapter 12, he despised the shame but for the joy that was set before him, he endured. He endured it. I, I, I read these verses and I think, man, if this doesn't capture your heart, right? You know, we have so many different views of God in, in our culture. And some people, of course, denying God's existence. Some people saying that it's unknowable whether or not there's a God. And then, and then you know, theorizing on what they think God would be like if um, there was a God, what he or she would be like if there was a God. And, and then, of course, the various religious views of God in our society. And, you know, the vast majority of them see God as a, a dictator. Um, God is a, a, a strong man. God is a vindictive. God is uh, holding a, a series of uh, rules and obligations that sh- humanity can never fulfill. God is, you know, someone who just turns a blind eye to our iniquities and it doesn't really matter and you can do whatever you want, you know, because because that's what grace is, they would say. And, and, and none of those things are true. You know, in the gospel, what you have is, is this beautiful manifestation and fulfillment of every quality and character of God. Not fighting against each other, but in total unity. His righteousness, his justice, his holiness, his love, his grace, and his mercy, all displayed on the cross. It's been said that on the cross when Christ died, that was the place where mercy and justice kissed, where they came together, and the justice of God was met so the mercy of God could be given. It's just a Man, I, I, you know, I don't know where your mind goes during the day and what you think about and meditate on, but I want to encourage you to, to, to chew on that, you know, to really think about that. Let that set in and then let that permeate your soul in a way where it would lead you to worship. Have a good day. We hope this podcast has ministered to you. If it has, we welcome you to rate it or leave a review. If you would like to stay connected with Pastor Derek Nider or find many more teachings, please visit awakenlv.org. Click visit and then choose Pastor Derek Nider. These links are also in this episode's description. Until next time, God bless you.